check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Eh? Only a bit of a character. He said, if, uh, if, uh, uh, you know, so, like, the... David Gibney, one against one, has to score and does. But we are happy that we achieved what we set out to do, and that is the main thing. Have a good enough look at me, maybe. Garrett McKiernan seemed it for Kevin. It's now to put in five wins on the trot. We're heading to Crow Park. I suppose I shouldn't hear a third in it. Terry, I suppose you might uh, you might even go and have a, a pint of Guinness somewhere tonight. Well, if you're buying. <laughs> <laughs> So I drink brandy all night and next morning. Hello and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donahue. Delighted to be joined in studio by the editor of this anglo Celt, uh, sports editor of the anglo Celt, even Paul Fitzpatrick, ahead of uh, an unbelievably exciting weekend for Cavan GA. We have the National League Final Division 2 against Tyrone this Sunday in Crow Park. Throw-in is at 1.30pm. Uh, Paul, it's going to be a great occasion. It's uh, not only the Division 1 final will be great, but an Ulster clash, an Ulster derby in the Division 2 final, then Lakra afterwards. But looking at the game... Cavan named the team um, one change on the starting team from the Galway um, game Shawnee Johnson back in instead of Jack Brady I suppose Jack wee bit hard done by but then when you have a player in the form that Shawnee Johnson was in it's hard to leave him out would we? Yeah well like, he scored three fifteen in the league So, but I agree I wouldn't say Jack's hard done by but I think Jack Brady will definitely feature because he played really well when he came on he's back to his best looks really sharp and crucially he's got his confidence back like when he came on against Leash he was absolutely razor sharp and also against Galway he, he looked very confident coming out to win ball out in front of his man laid it off whatever freeze came his way he stroked him over the bar so um, good man to bring on but I think they made the right call starting Johnston because he just takes so much watching like if you're a cornerback you might know all that much about your direct opponent but you, you'll know Shawnee Johnston because he's known all over the country and he's going to just cause trouble they're all going to be watching him he's yeah. going to create space for other players and um, also Johnston is playing probably better than he ever played in a Cavan jersey like in fairness to him he's he's it's been a long road back for him and he's playing really really well so hopefully his, his injury holds up and he's, he's good to go but I think he, he has taken a full part in training yeah, from what I'm hearing too, there, there doesn't seem to be any issue at all. Um, 
you know, looking at, at again a lot of been a lot of talk about the Cavan forward line and how it's performing so much better. David Givney, I think you put up on the Anglo Celt website about the two scores that he got that were nominated for scores of the championship. But his ball handling, his ability to hold on to possession inside, and the type of ball that comes in, it doesn't matter whether it's high, low, fast. He's going to win a lot of ball in there. He's got such good. You know, uh, ball skills. His handling is excellent. So he's he's going to be taking uh, Tyrone are going to be having to watch him as much as Shawnee Johnson. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's a, he's a massive plus. You know, Shawnee Johnson's probably getting a lot of the headlines. The fellow who gets the scores generally does get a lot of headlines, and he deserves a lot of praise. But uh, Givney has been crucial. They wouldn't be where they are without David Givney. I've I've no doubt about that because last year they were crying out for a full forward to, that could win the ball they tried Michael Argue in there and he did okay against Drew Wiley against Monaghan but probably wasn't his best position and they threw him in again in the next couple of championship games and probably the Monaghan game was the best game he had in there but this year they've really they've really got the right man for the job and I think we talked about this at length before on a podcast I always believed that given he was a full forward it was his best position because I don't know whether he comes from a junior club and probably wasn't exposed to a real high standard of football when he was sort of developing his football habits but he, he does sometimes make a wrong decision you'll hear people saying that about Kevin he can be a little bit headless at times and that's not a that's a constructive criticism of him because I rate him really really highly but sometimes he takes a wrong decision and out out the field probably that can be punished you've a lot more decision making probably out there because you have so many options what to do with the ball whereas he gets the ball in there he, he either turns and he shoots or he lays it off and you know he's he's brilliant at that. Like I'm not saying he's not an intelligent footballer. He is. His mm. his movement and his handling and his, his peripheral vision, especially probably from the basketball, is excellent. Actually, his speed of handling and it comes from the basketball, I presume, because even the first attack against Galway, the palm down for Jack Brady. Not not too many players would have the awareness or the skill or the ability to just flick that perfectly into his pad. Now the kick was blocked down afterwards, Jack's kick, but it was the intelligence and he does bring a lot of that to his game. He's very unselfish. He is, and he's he's uh, he's not afraid to try something. Like he's no problem trying those flicks. Sometimes yeah. they come off. You could try it three or four times; it doesn't come off. But the one time you try it and it gets a goal, like we all know, a goal is worth more than three points yeah. in terms of the accumulative effect of a goal. But it's a bit remiss of you, Damien, to, to start the podcast without a minute silence for a great GA man that passed away once graced uh, Parky Cueve. Parky Cueve, I'm lost. Prince, did he? Jesus, Prince is the I knew he was dead. I didn't know he played for Cork. Though. <laughs> you know, I didn't say that, but he played Parky Cream. I even did the little kiss for you. Yeah, well, if you had it said it's rain and purple outside, I might have got the, the relevance. But uh, yeah, it, it it definitely was. There was a famous occasion when he went to play Parky Cream, and uh, this is supposed to be true. And um, there was some, there was some. That's a great way of saying this is a lie. <laughs> this is allegedly it's true. A, it's an horrible myth, but there was some uh, meeting of the Cork County Board, and. Uh, some delegate from some rural junior club or whatever got up and they were arguing about the the bar licenses or whatever it was, the logistics of organising the concert, and somebody says, well, now, this Prince character will have to appear in front of the county board and explain himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that went down well, all right, so it did, but, um, yeah, we'll look at our, our, our condolences to the Prince family if they're listening in, I suppose. All the princes, All yeah. the princes. Um, look, and Tyrone have named the team... Um, I'm not sure exactly how many changes there are. I'm just looking. I see Justin McMahon is in at centre half back, but the the Tyrone team is Michael O'Neill's in goals. Obviously, um, they're missing uh, Morgan from from goals. He broke his thumb, but Aidan McCorry 
Um, Ronan McNamee and Cahill McCarran make up the full back line Rory Brennan Justin McMahon and Tiernan McCann are the half back line in the middle of the field it's Colm Kavanagh and Matty Donnelly the half forward line is Niall Sludden Mark Bradley and Richard Donnelly and the full forward line is Connor McAlisky Sean Kavanagh captain and Ronan O'Neill on the bench just names that stand out Lee Brennan from the under 21s Frank Bournes from the under 21s Connor Clark Peter Hart is on the bench um, so you know Jeez, that's a strong bench. We, we could see Colin McShane who we know only too well and Connor Miner or Myler Connor Myler there another player that would be very familiar with it is a strong bench there for Tyrone I'm surprised Peter Hart's not making that team he must have an injury he's something. injured the, the, well sorry the rumour was that he was injured and he oh, wouldn't be fit did to you play did you Matty Donny there no Matty's actually not on the panel even is he just looking no oh sorry he is he's a centre half or he's a midfield oh he's a midfield he's yeah, at midfield yeah. with and Mark, Mark Donnelly is not starting is he Mark Donnelly is no he was a late call up in Oma I think against Cavan and was very sharp that day he's a, he's a bit of a handful as well it's a, it's a strong yeah. panel all around that 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 Tyrone panel. Like I'm amazed that Lee Brennan's not not starting that game because you know he's a, he's a hell of a player. Like we we think we have a very strong bench, but I don't know. Do we have a player as good as Peter Hart? Maybe on the bench. I rate him as a really top class player. True, true. If Keen Mackey wasn't is in top form or was in top yeah, form, you'd, you'd put him in the same bracket, and maybe Eugene Keaton if he if he hit form as well. But um, definitely, there's there's a lot of talent on both benches. But looking through, uh, Sean Cavanagh in at full forward looks like it's going to be a Killian Clark Sean Cavanagh battle. That'll be mouth watering. Ah, oh, that's one for the purists there now. Like that Cavanagh dummy that everyone knows so well. Oh. You know it's and coming. works every time. It works every time. Is unbelievable accuracy. You know it's coming. Yeah. I can just imagine what goes through a defender's hands. You know, if you if you show him the outside, I think he's, he still has the the pace to get around you. You let him go inside, he's going to do you with that dummy. It's very hard to stop him, but if anyone can stop him, it's Killian Clark. Oh, because, I'm looking for. Oh, that's that's brilliant. It's going to be just class. Middle of the field, then you've Colin Kavanagh and Matty Donnelly, as you say. You'd imagine Cavan will put Mossy Core onto Donnelly and let. Buchanan and Kavanagh battle it out like it's that's that's all about work rate guts determination in the middle toward there like it's it's just going to be get out and, and get bodies on the line yeah to be honest I, I would say even though I wouldn't rate Colin Kavanagh as nearly as good a footballer as his brother but I, I'd say Tyrone probably have a slight edge there I, I would rate Matty Donnelly very highly and yeah. our, our lads have done brilliantly in the league and if they, if they can do well against Sunday now they're really the, the, I'm not saying the jury's out on them, but if they can do well against Sunday, then we know they're absolutely rock solid because this is as good a, as good a test as you're going to get. But you know, I was on up for the match in Clackens in Virginia last night with Finton Cahill, Paddy McNamee, Banty McNaney, and Martin Lynch and Philip Kermit, and um, they, that was something that was talked about. That look, Cavan have gone. The fans have gone wild. Me and you have gone wild. <laughs> Everyone's gone wild since we've won these five games. But who have we beaten? Two of the teams we've beaten are going to start next year in Division 3, which is Leash and, and uh, Armagh. We've beaten Galway, who are a flaky enough team. They're a good team, but they're you know they're, they're a long time since they were in Division 1. We've beaten Fermanagh, who Kevin would always fancy themselves to beat Fermanagh. Fermanagh, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. You know, So to, it, to, it's going to be a step up against their own, and you'd, you'd hope that that midfield will be strong enough to, to compete against two season players like, like Donnelly and Kavanagh yeah it's it'll be interesting too it definitely is the best team that we'll, we'll have played in the last six games um, Tyrone 
Galway, I'm, I'm just curious now and I'm looking forward to the Connacht Championship to see exactly where Galway are at because I, I don't know, there's something about that Galway team I think has made huge progress in the last couple of years. Well, I thought that there was a huge Cavan crowd that day. Cavan had all the momentum. You know, a draw would have done Cavan. Everything was in Cavan's favour that day, that day, including I thought we got the rub of the green from the ref and we do enough giving out about refs. I thought whatever was going, we probably got it that day. And Galway stuck to their task that day, as you say, it was impressive. Like they mm. didn't fall. People say Galway are flaky. I just said Galway are flaky. Yeah, <laughs> you've been people. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't fall that day. They stuck to the task and yeah. could have, could have snatched it at the end as well. Jason McLaughlin clear off the line. Speaking of so. referees, I just want to wish Pat Clark uh, the very best of luck in the Ulster Minor League Final. He's refereeing it, and Noel Mooney is refereeing the Division Three Final. I think this year between Kildare and Clare. That's right, and Mickey Mooney, the Cavan Gales chairman, is is his umpire on the night as well. So yeah, so wish, the wish them all the very best. Look, the Cavan team is Raymond Galligan, Park Faulkner, Killian Clark, and Jason McLaughlin. The halfback line is Kieran Brady, Connor Minor, Killian Brady, Killian the Gunner. Of course, he put in. Did you see that video on YouTube or the clip of him hitting the shoulder on Tiernan McCann? Up in Omaha. Oh, I did. Oh, I did. Brilliant. <laughs> Give us another one of them gunners, please. <laughs> in the middle of the field, it's Mossy Core. It's Mossy Core and Liam Buchanan. The half forward line is Dara McVeady, Grod McKiernan, and Martin Riley. Full forward line, David Givney, Michael Argue, and Shawnee Johnston. So it's it's a very strong team, too. Looking at uh, the Tyrone centre back, I'm just trying to think back who was it? Uh, Justin McMahon. Been put in there. He's He's just been asked to do one job and one job only. Yeah, and he's he's going to try and stop the big man from squad. Yeah, mightn't be easily done. To to be fair, to, to stop Groves and Karen in the form he's in, if he plays the way he played in the last few games, I I don't I think he's unmarkable mm. the way he's played in those few games. It's going to be hard to keep that level of form up. But again, that's a, that's the classic glass half empty attitude. Why not? Why not? Why would he not keep up his level of form? While we are talking about it, um, I must give a shout out for Kevin McDonald from from Virginia, the Lavi manager. And former Rammer captain, he's he put up a tip on Twitter, and I'm going to back it as well. He said Darren McVitie for man of the match at twenty to one, and I think that's a hell of a bet for an yeah. interest. It's worth a fiver, you know. McVitie has been close to man of the match in a few games, and if you look at those, hey, he's been marking him. <laughs> I'm joking, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was too easy not to throw in there. If you look at if you yeah, look at the wide open spaces of of Crow Park, like you imagine, I wouldn't like to be the man that's that's tasked with marking McVitie. The other bet I'm going to do on the game is. It's a, it's a hopeful one, but stranger things have happened. Killian Clark to score the fourth goal and Cavan to win is fifty to one with Paddy Power. I think Killian Clark's due a goal because he does like to drive forward. He's had a few few goal chances in games. He had a great goal chance. Um, maybe was it against Derry early in yeah, the game? Yeah, um, he, he did. He's come he's come close to getting goals. He's got a few points. I think that if there's not many goals in it. And Clark gets the first one, even if it comes in the second half or near the end. And Calvin, hold on, fifty to one. Fifty to one, yeah, yeah. I think you're, I think you're, you're, you're going for all the outsiders. I think I just take Calvin to win, and if I won, it, I'd be delighted. Well, the other one, Damien. If you are going to do Calvin to win, what about Calvin half time, full time? If you look through the the results this year, they were level at five points each in the first round against Oma in Healy Park. That's right. They were beating Derry at half time by a point. Uh, against me. Yeah, it's made they were down at yeah. half time, but that was a sort of a freak game anyway. Yeah. They shouldn't have been down at, at half time as they showed in the second half. And in the rest of the games they were ahead at half time. Yeah. So if they're gonna do it they'll do it from the they'll front. They'll do it from the front. I remember when Val Andrews was manager and 
I used to back Cavan. That's why. That's why I'm driving a ten-year-old car. But <laughs> I, I used to back Cavan that time. But I used to always back them half-time, full-time because if they were going to win, they were going to storm out and do it from the front. I, yeah. the, it, they had that style, that running style. Remind you of Tyrone from a few years ago. Obviously, they weren't as good at it, but um, they were front runners. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I think it was the Mechanic Cup final the year before last. We were leading and leading. I think at half time and then Tyrone just both, both st- games, yeah, four okay. or five points up. You know, so it's uh, it's something that Cavan seemed to be able to do, and Sean Cavan uh, um, referred to it on the interview we have up on the We Are Cavan website, where uh, Tyrone are good in tight situations when their backs are to the wall, and and you know Tyrone. I think it's more important for Cavan to get a good start than it is for Tyrone. You know, but because th- Tyrone know that they can come back from it, but Cavan have to figure out how to hold on to the very end. Yeah, the big question, I suppose, we're going to be talking about after the break is is how good is this Tyrone team, Damien? Like, I I can't see what they've done to be all that. Like, I know they're a good team, but like, who have they beaten to be to be ranked as highly as they are? I think you're right. We'll take a very quick commercial break, and after that, we'll be discussing the uh, the, the merits of this Tyrone team, and we'll also just take a quick look ahead to the Cavan ladies who are in the or the National Football League Division 2 semi-final tomorrow. Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple to give you an unforgettable experience of a lifetime. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Do you need insurance for your business? Why not contact the experts at BBI Ireland and join the winning team situated at Town Hall Street, Cavan. For all your property, farm and business needs, make BBI Ireland your first choice. Log on to bbiireland.ie or contact Anthony Ford or Desi Smith in Cavan on 049 Callahan Electrical Limited has been providing a quality service to the industrial, commercial and domestic sectors nationwide since 1996. Reduce your business's energy bill with our energy audit. Or if you need any electrical works carried out, why not contact Kieran Callahan Electrical on 049 433 Welcome back to the McAvoy Super Value We Are Cavan podcast on We Are Cavan, surprisingly enough there. Um, we're just discussing before the break, or about to discuss the, the merits of this Tyrone team and, and how the likes of Joe Brawley has already tipped them to be favourites for the Ulster Championship and pretty much gives Cavan no hope on Sunday. There's, there's a lot of teams or a lot of people out there that seem to think that this Tyrone team is ready to push on and win in All-Ireland, but it's. I'd have to agree with you on that. I I I look through that Tyrone team and the pick of the players for me are over the hill. Oh, without a shadow of a doubt, in my opinion, if you look through that that the fellas that played on the Tyrone under twenty one team in two thousand eleven that Cavan beat, that's the spine of their team at the minute. I know Morgan's injured, but you've got the likes of Tiernan McCann, Niall Sludden, Peter Hart, all these lads, Matty Donnelly, um, Ronan O'Neill. All these lads that are that are in around the team or the panel at the minute, and there's there's more than that. Um, 
like so they're no I don't think they're any better than Cavan Cavan it wasn't that Cavan competed with them Cavan beat them that night and yeah. they beat them the following year and they beat them two years after that again in the first round to run under 21s and we beat them in the minor championship in 2011 like Matt do, I wonder how many players on that on that Tyrone team haven't lost a championship match to, to Cavan at some stage in their career there's not that many do probably with the exception of the McMahons and definitely Sean Kavanagh hasn't whether Colm has or not I don't know no I wouldn't say he has but the majority have lost to Cavan and, and the other way looking at it is the majority of Cavan lads have beaten, have beaten, Tyrone. beaten Tyrone in fact probably nearly them all bar, bar the couple of really older fellas uh, Johnson and probably Core and Givney but the majority have now if you look at the, through the results from last year I can't understand why everyone is talking about Tyrone you have to remember that they got relegated last year ok they were unlucky that I'm going to put a health warning on this one for you because this is the type of thing you're about to make a statement to say that Tyrone aren't that good and if they're going to beat Cavan at the weekend it's going to uh, it's going to be thrown back in your face fairly quick but go on keep going yeah. <laughs> well thanks for it that's like on the side of a cigarette packet yeah exactly um, instead of that picture of somebody with a big lump on his neck you just need to put a picture of me with a big red face <laughs> and everyone pointing but no if you look through the results from last year um they were beaten by Donegal. Now, Donegal were a shadow of themselves last year, an absolute shadow of themselves. They still beat, beat their own. Like, the, Donegal are not the team they were, and they've been on a steady decline uh, going back a couple of years now, and they still beat their own in the first round last year. Um, then they went into the qualifiers, and they got a lovely draw. They got a home game against Limerick in the first round to get them going. They got a home game against Mead. Who, Mead are a poor team at the minute, and have been for a few years. And they squeezed past them by two points, and they were lucky enough to win that game. They went on then, they, got another, they, got a, they had a good win away from home against, I think it was Tipperary, it was 19 points to 7. Again, I'm not just trying to pick holes, you can pick holes in any type line, line of form, but the Tyrone style reminds me of Cavan Gales back in, in, in their pomp. They'll beat you by 10 as quick as beat you by 2, because they've got There's, those. There was also spirit. history in that game, because it was the under-21 All-Ireland final from a few months previous, that there was the allegations of certain uh, comments being made about Tipperary players and there was bad blood there Tipperary came out and had two players sent off in that game in in the the qualifiers last year that's right that's right there was and and Tip Tip were really um, scorned after that on the the 21 final like it was mentally they were scared I imagine like and I have another problem with with, you have to remember Tyrone beat beat Tipperary in that 21 final and regardless of what anyone says Tipperary in an All-Ireland Under-21 final is a, is a team you'd like to play because they just don't have the history of winning yeah. Under-21 All-Ireland finals they're good in Munster they're like Cavan on the 21s the last few years they, they never got over that, that hurdle at the next thing the next game they got was Sligo away and they won at 21 points to 14 then their dream they, who could they have got in, in the All-Ireland quarterfinals <coughs> the, the eight teams in the All-Ireland quarterfinals were Kerry Kildare Dublin, Fermanagh, Mayo, Donegal. Okay, they might have wanted to get Fermanagh because Fermanagh always struggled with them. But they got Monaghan, who have a massive problem with their own. They can never beat their own. Monaghan, Monaghan can beat Donegal and always could, but always struggle against their own. Yeah. I know they did get a win against the Manoma two years ago, whatever, close by a point or two, but and they absolutely dogged Monaghan out of it that day. Yeah. Like they, they had come through the back door. Was and like it was in Crow Park. Which seems to be some a venue that suits Tyrone. It does seem to be a venue that suits Tyrone. It brings the swagger out in them, but they, they won that eighteen fourteen. It was disgusting, disgusting scenes like the way they yeah. went on. It was bad. In fairness, then I, think, I think that was the hair product. Uh, McCann, McCann, yeah, wasn't and, it? Yeah. yeah, like and Darren Hughes. It was just bad the way the whole thing went on. Like, and Monaghan have Monaghan are not a good Crow Park team. 
no. I've had a couple of good dead right. league league wins, league final wins there and all that, but they've, they've collapsed up there a lot. They've never beaten a big team in Crow Park. No, they were in against Kerry then, and they got beaten eighteen points to one eleven. And like Kerry were comfortable for a good stage in that game. Then Tyrone got a goal through the cat among the pigeons. Yeah. But like Kerry did, it was not like Kerry beat Dublin. Like it was a real wet day. Dublin were a much better team than Kerry last year. But it, I thought the conditions evened it out a lot in the final. I, so if you look through that run, Limerick at home. Tipperary away, Sligo away, Mead at home, and Monaghan to get, yeah. to, get to get to an All-Ireland semi-final. Cavan would kill for that run. Yeah. And no one would be talking up Cavan. Yeah. No one would be saying, Mickey Hart was asked, that w- would would this team be as good as 2008? And he didn't rule it out. Now, obviously, he's not going to, but like on that line of form, how can you even talk about them in the same chapter, let alone the same paragraph as, as the 2008 team? That was a team, that was a once-in-the-20-years team, that, that batch. Like, I talked about this to cabin players that played against them. Mickey Hannon's one. Like you're talking about Stephen O'Neill, Brian yeah. Duhor, Brian McGuigan. These boys are Owen Mulligan. Unbelievable. Yeah. Peter Canavan. Peter Canavan. Unbelievable footballers. Like from yeah. 03, 05, 08. They haven't got players to replace them. No, no. Like we've seen the players that they're looking to to absolutely dominate and perform extremely well. The Ronan O'Neills and the the Mark Bradleys and Sludden. We've seen them get roasted by Cavan players. So there, there's not going to be a fair factor for Cavan. No, and yeah. I, I definitely I saw McCurry, Damien. You saw him too, yeah. and he did, he didn't count against Cavan. I no. know he has improved, but he was nowhere against Cavan. That's right. That's right. In fairness, and and like even Lee Brennan, there, there's a lot of talk about him. You know, he's handleable. You know, he's he's markable. He's not. He's not the sort of talent that that you know you think. Oh God, nobody can mark him from Cavan. We we have lots of options yeah, there. He's not know? Michael Murphy. No, he's far from it exactly. But it's I I definitely agree with you. I don't think that this Tyrone team is where people think it is, and I definitely don't think it's where whether Mickey Hart is drumming them up. I I'm I I'm trying struggling to think the last time I heard Mickey Hart really drum up his own players and his own team, and I think that that may be a sign of lack of confidence in them that it's it's trying to say well if i if i say it publicly then it's true you know i'm trying to make it true but yeah. it's not necessarily true i don't i don't think i ever recall mickey Hart being the sort to boast about you know how good we are and how good a team we have it, it was their football spoke for itself and and their ability to win games spoke for itself so it's it's interesting it will be interesting and sunday will tell and it'll tell where Tyrone are at. I know that people can say with with they're missing one or two players, but don't be surprised. Mickey Hart or Peter Hart will come on at some stage. It might even start, you know. And every other quality player that they have there, whether it be Connor Myler, Mina, Myler, I keep on calling him Mina. Why is that? Better not do that Sunday. Um, you know, lo- looking through their bench, every other player that that they expect to be able to come on and change a game, they'll play at some part. But they're not. There's none of them that that you think oh, on our best day we can't handle them, or even on a on an average day in Cavan. Yeah, so like we we should take confidence from the the league game. Without a doubt, Cavan have improved a lot since that first league game. And while like it was ten eight, but it was ten seven. Cavan got the last point. I did think they they deserved to win it. Compared to the week after against Derry, I thought we we were the better team that night. It probably it probably was a one point or maybe a draw. 
a one point victory for Tyrone or maybe a draw there, there was that debate at the end whether Shirley Johnson should have tapped the ball over the bar make it a one point contested kick out or go for the pass to put in the Henry Troop for the goal those were the incidents that, that defined it but it was very very close and Sean Cavanagh referred to it that game in the interview as well where he said that Cavan should have won that game you know yeah. and that was his opinion of it so and you're definitely right we've improved from that point to now have Tyrone improved or gone backwards like the two draws at the end it was interesting to hear what Kavanaugh had to say in, in those that although the preparation was the exact same for every single game all the way through the league when when you're not playing for anything it's hard to motivate yourself you know the motivation wasn't there okay they, they wanted to win the games but it wasn't live and die by it it wasn't you know backs to the wall stuff which is what Tyrone thrive on but can they jump up a gear having gone back down two gears that's that's the big question that is the big question well, like again going back to their run last year Tyrone are a great qualifier team like I think they won two of their three All-Irelands through the qualifiers or maybe even the three of them yeah, yeah Tyrone are a great qualifier team I was trying to think what what is the reason for that and I thought maybe it's because they don't have a history of winning loads of, of Ulster titles that, that the Ulster title is not a huge thing for, for Tyrone people as it w- would be maybe for Cavan because we have a history of it or whatever but I think it's just because they're, they're calculating Mickey Hart is a very calculating manager and he weighs up everything like wh- which was a better team um, from the, the noughties we'll say late 90s noughties um, Tyrone or Armagh I think there's no doubt that everyone would say Tyrone are better they won three all Ireland as Armagh only got one but yet Armagh were hoovering up all the other titles yeah. Tyrone had the big, the bigger uh, game picture. in mind yeah. bigger picture yeah you're dead so right. they were a great qualifier team it didn't surprise me to see them come through the qualifiers put a run together last year but at the end of the day regardless of how it was dressed up they were never going to be carrying that game there's people going around saying now oh they scared the life of the carry they had carry in the ropes they never had carry in the ropes yeah. Kerry won the game by 18, 18 scores to 12 that's what it was. It was it was one fourteen to eighteen points on on a bad enough day as well. Like and and Kerry went out then and and didn't even look like winning the like the, I thought they got a, a three point hammering in the final if mm. there's such a thing. Yeah, so have to agree. So and hopefully this doesn't find its way in the hands of any Tyrone people because I could look very stupid Sunday even. But I honestly think the only thing I think that'll stop, regardless of who wins Sunday, or if Tyrone wins Sunday, it's a reality check for us. But I don't think that makes them any better team. I still think it's hard to judge just where we're we're at. At so this moment, at this moment in time, if we if we can win, it proves something. It proves we beat a good Tyrone team, but not a great Tyrone team. But if Tyrone beat us, it probably it lowers us down rather than put them up because we haven't. We've only Tyrone five are games. expected to beat us. That's yeah. that's the reality from people outside of Cavan. Tyrone are expected to beat Cavan. If Cavan beat Tyrone, and I was making the point to you earlier on in the week. Nobody will be turning around and saying that Cavan are, you know, you know they're, they're one of the teams to watch for the All-Ireland or anything like it. You know, they're not going to be discussing it like that. But you made the point too, you have to earn the right to to be in that category, in that, uh, you know, level of conversation. But Cavan, Cavan aren't, they haven't earned the right. But the question is, and you've, you've brought it up, have Tyrone earned the right? Have they earned the right now to say that that's all automatically now people are talking about it for Ulster titles and for contenders for the All Ireland? But what have they done? That's that's it. Like that's it. They've they haven't beaten anyone big outside of Ulster, and they only beat Monaghan because again they came in they came in, in a similar position to Cavanaugh coming into Sunday. All the pressure was on Monaghan. Monaghan hadn't won a quarter final. Tyrone were freewheeling their way through the qualifiers with a few handy wins, a bit of momentum. Monaghan were Ulster champions. Yeah, Tyrone rebuilding. Suddenly you get to Crow Park and Monaghan were a rabbit caught in the headlights and Tyrone picked them off. But 
uh, there's a big asterisk attached to that result in my opinion and yeah. that's only that's that was their only big win last year when yeah. when, you, when you go down to the cold hard facts yeah it's going to be I, I, I'm, I'm just so surprised that you dragged me into that one and I got, <laughs> I got jumped on so uh, yeah in, 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 in uh, conclusion Toronto useless Cavan or class <laughs> yeah Simple. We could have said half an hour. We could have. We could have. Um, hopefully, you're listening to this maybe either on Saturday or Friday night, or maybe on the way up to Crow Park. Um, it'll be it'll be on We Are Cavan on the website for the um, for the entire weekend. Uh, click on over into the other podcasts or the other interviews we have with Garod McKiernan and with Sean Cavan as well. Very good interviews there, and um, giving a good insight into the Cavan team. And we'll also uh, be talking about on a later podcast the Cavan ladies in the National League semi-final uh, that's tomorrow Saturday Club V is Cavan's best over 21's entertainment venue with state of the art lighting and sound system VIP room with bar as well as a cocktail bar outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area so you can sit relax and take time to catch up with friends Club V opens every Saturday night and bank holiday Sunday at 11pm to find out more about Club V and our upcoming events follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel Brady's Arva Limited Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. So welcome back to the We Are Cavan McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. We're going to change our attention now very quickly to the Cavan ladies who are taking on Donegal in the Little National Football League Division 2 semi-final uh, tomorrow. It's in Tyrone, a place called Bra- Berra. Berra. Yeah, it's a great handball hotspot. Right, and they're taking on Donegal who finished top. It, I'm just looking at the table here um, and it shows Cavan in toward, but um, yet they're taking on the top see the team do you, do you know why that is no I don't know the answer to that at all I I'm just looking through it here Donegal the ladies t- the ladies have some funny rules in the league there's several controversies see our my ladies issued a statement uh, slating, slating the ladies um, authorities something to do with not qualifying for a league semi-final despite finishing in the top couple of teams I, I didn't I know what they were raging over it anyway it's, it's there, has, there has been several times where there's been stupid anomalies in it well, is is it a strange scenario when you look at the the Division Two table, and uh, you see Donegal seven games played, seven games won, twenty one points. Then you have Clare, Cavan, and Westmead, all with seven games played, five games won, two games lost, so ending up on fifteen points. And yet Donegal aren't guaranteed promotion. Like it's it's a strange situation. Oh, that's crazy. That's stupid. Know, stupid. The, the, that if Cavan go and beat Donegal now, they play the winners of Westmead and Clare. And uh, and they could go up having lost two games when Donegal came through the league. But anyway, it's Cavan's uh, benefit, I suppose, the way the the way it is rolled out at the minute. Donegal beat Cavan in the league two weeks ago. Um, you know, very low scoring game. 
I, I suppose maybe with two teams not wanting to show their hand or maybe being defensive. Yeah, it probably was a, a, a part of it. I, I think um, Donegal have to, have to are reliant, I suppose, a lot on this Geraldine McLaughlin player because she seems to be absolutely phenomenal. I was looking at the tallies that she's been racking up. She's absolutely phenomenal. She's unstoppable. She's she's scoring four or five goals a game and huge point tallies as well. So um, I haven't actually seen her play in the... Cavan threw with them in the league last year. I was at that game on the 3G pitch. Jeremy McLaughlin wasn't playing. They do have a, a couple of other good forwards, like Yvonne McMonagall, I think, is is one, and a couple of very strong players around the middle as well. But from what, from what I saw that day, the, you know, player for player, they didn't look to be that much better than Cavan or, or any bit better. But I think that Jeremy McLaughlin has the X factor, and she, she just seems to be able to, to propel them to new heights. Yeah, the Cavan Cavan only scored one two against them the last day. Um, you know, it was up in Donegal, so neutral venue hopefully might might help them a wee bit, but you're you're talking about for Cavan to do well, the likes of Ashley and Dooney Doonan has to do very well in your forward line. Don English and Rosie Crow have to control the middle of the field really to, to keep supply and then it it'll be interesting who they put as the man marker on Geraldine. Yeah, and Neve Halton has done. I think it's Neve Halton yeah. has done really well um, in the last few games. She's just come into the team at corner forward and is scoring heavily as well. So look, I, th- I think Cavan will go into that game with plenty of confidence. I know that they're probably they're probably the best prepared Cavan ladies team that has been. There probably ever has been. They're, I know from talking to some of the players that they're um, really well prepared and they're really up for it. So look, best of luck to them. I, it'll be it'll be the start of a great weekend. Yeah, definitely. So, as we say, the game is um, in Tyrone in Brana? Berra. 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 At 2 p.m. Uh, there will be updates on um, Northern Sound. Uh, Colin McCabe will be bringing you the updates from Berra. So, um, we want to wish them the very best luck. Just screening through to see was the team named, but it hasn't been named as yet. Finally, before we go, um, Paul, it's uh, again GA Central here. Paul DeGunner Brady and Michael Finnegan back in the All Ireland Doubles final. Yeah, they're in action tomorrow in O'Loughlin's in Kilkenny. It'll serve off about five o'clock. And I know there's an awful lot of Cavan people going down to this game. They're playing Dublin. It's it's the sixteenth time that Cavan have been in the All Ireland Senior Doubles final, which is an astonishing record, really. Considering Paul Brady's only thirty six, he's basically been in it every year for his entire adult career, and they've played some great, great teams over the years. Now they've won it ten times. They've lost a few finals, all right. But um, one of the, the finals they lost was against Dublin, Owen Kennedy and Ian Jensen. Owen Kennedy is still there tomorrow, but he's a new partner, Carl Byrne. The funny thing was, Ian Jensen was a Mead man who transferred to Dublin, and Carl Byrne is the same. He's a Kells man originally, but he transferred to Dublin. There, Kennedy and Byrne will be a good team. Kennedy is methodical, and he, he's not the most attacking player, but he's very solid, and he's an unbelievable competitor. He never gives up, and he's won, He's a winner. He's won an awful lot, especially yeah. in 6-8-30. And Carl Byrne is kind of new to this level of handball even though he's 35 or 36 years of age he's he has never played in a senior final before in the forward of 20 court so he's going to they're going to attack him I can tell you that from the off Byrne is going to get attacked with an awful lot of serves and a lot of ball and how he copes is going to it's going to have a big say in where the cup goes How many times have the lads won it now? They've won it 10 times now the the funny thing was Tom Sheridan from Mead has the record he had the record with 10 wins with 9 wins and going into last year's final, let me get this right, Tom had the record, the lads got the record with 10. Going into last year's final against Mead, Cavan were looking to go 11, and Sheridan would have been would have been still on, on 9. But it was one game apiece, and um, Paul got injured, and they had to pull out injured. 
So Mead got it. So now Sheridan has gone to 10 and the boys are on 10. Wow. So they have a chance for the record. So if they can win this one, I don't think it'll ever be done again to win 11 senior doubles. The, the thing with senior doubles is it's brilliant and it's it's really competitive, but the field is not as deep as the singles, obviously, because you have to play with someone from your own county. And let's say, for example, Robbie McCarthy doesn't have any, there's loads of handballers in Westmead, but there's no one of senior quality to play doubles with him, so he doesn't play the doubles. Um, you'll have a few players like that. Uh, you know, Martin Mulcairns from Galway is a great player, but he plays the doubles with his club mate, who's a junior player. Uh, he doesn't have a senior so player. It's a leveller. It's a leveller. So, Paul, Paul and Michael are two top senior players in their own right, and they're actually very good doubles players, particularly Finnegan. He's an outstanding right side doubles player. Really, really good, and he's very solid and very aggressive. He's explosive player, like and absolutely piles on the pressure in in doubles. Basically, in doubles, if you can imagine, it's basically a game of singles between both players on the left. For for the most part, they take eighty percent of the play. The man on the right, it's it's an art form in itself. Right side doubles play. Your job is number one, not to miss. You mustn't miss because it's effectively singles. So you don't need to let your man down. And so you have to dig out everything, what they call picking and handball. So if someone's going for a, for a kill shot, you have to be in diving, cover the right corner. 90, 80% of fellas are right-handed, and their natural mm. shot's going to be a kill to the right corner. So you've got to again cover that right corner. It's a battle for position with the two fellas on the right, so you'll see them nudging each other, getting in in front of each other. It's 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 brilliant. It's worth watching now. It's almost contact sport. Yeah, it's, it can be contact at times, but Finnegan's a master of it. And uh, so we wish him the best of luck. That's... That's uh, about five o'clock tomorrow evening. You know, Lachlan's and Kenny is Cavan against Dublin. Deadly. That's brilliant stuff. So we'll uh, we'll we'll wrap things up here in the We Are Cavan studios in Cana House. Um, thanks to Paul Fitzpatrick for joining me, and the very best of luck to all Cavan teams. Uh, Paul and Michael in the handball to the Cavan ladies in the National League semi-final, and of course to the Cavan lads who are taking on Tyrone on Sunday at half one in. Jones's Road in Crow Park so very best of luck hopefully we're celebrating next Sunday evening coming and uh, do tune into We Are Cavan for some post-match reaction Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business we offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat so if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Supervalue, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Supervalue's own range, in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Supervalue, Virginia. Supporting local.